0: I'm Ashley Aiken.
1: And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace.
0: We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings.
1: Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you.
0: Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble,
1: embark on the journey of self-awareness,
0: forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate cultivate a a healthy and and thriving thriving marriage. marriage.
1: Has today felt like a really long day to you, or do you feel like it's flown by?
0: Both. I don't know how to feel about today. I'm like...
1: I w- I I'll agree with that. It's
0: equally like flying as much as I feel like I can't believe everything that's happened. It's kind of just, it's Very strange. It's a strange day for us. We don't normally record at night. Like, the sun is going down.
1: Yeah, and we're recording. Very... Just a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on today. You guys can probably hear... My household is very active right now. We're recording at six thirty, and so the kids are screaming, <laughs> screaming. and running around. No one's—they're just playing, but they're like running around, and cannons all riled up, and yeah, Lara's barking. putting away groceries, and yeah. it's just so you—it's just real. It's just real tonight. You guys are going to hear a lot of background noise, and it is what it is. Uh, get ready for it, newlyweds, because maybe one day your house will be full of little footsteps, and then giant banging and fighting, and all sorts of stuff, and a and a pup. <laughs> Crying in the background. I love it. I'm here for it. I, love I just it always too. get super. I get super paranoid. I'm like, oh man, I hope this doesn't bother people. But it's just my life.
0: Yeah, I hope it doesn't either. This is, I think, a good episode to record a chaotic background. I mean, expectations versus reality. You know. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, totally. Literally. Expectations. I'm gonna raise my kids right. They're gonna listen to everything I say. They're always gonna be quiet. Reality. No yeah just no just no that's it no that's and not like canon
0: is also shouting no no no
1: yeah he's <laughs> No. No. oh man it, it's been a wild day we i mean we started recording earlier we recorded um a, another episode and then we had like a little meeting and just catching up about live stuff and then we had to take the kids to their first dentist appointment today and so they you know we've shared we've talked about Dennis Sterling is six Ellie's four uh Sterling should have gone to the dentist probably like three years ago (laughs) (laughs) Ellie should have probably gone a year ago and uh so anyways I'm so freaking proud of them they they did amazing and Sterling actually it wasn't just a checkup like he had a cleaning like they like were scraping you know behind his teeth and everything and I had already told them like they split us up so Lara went with Ellie uh, and then she just had a checkup, but they did like x-rays and everything on Sterling and did a mouth cleaning and they did like the sucky straw thing. And But I had told them like, hey, don't worry. They're just going to check your teeth. They're not going to do anything. Well, they were like, oh, he's old enough to have a cleaning. So she left to go get some tools. And I was like, oh, my God. I Like my childhood dentist drama started kicking in. And so I was like, hey, man, listen, I know I told you they're not going to do anything, but they actually are. So the dentist is going to have some tools, and she's going to have you open your mouth wide, and her fingers and these tools are going to be in your mouth. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's not going to hurt. Like She's probably going to pick and scrape at the back of your teeth. It's Again, it's not going to hurt. It's going to feel weird, but you're going to be okay. And he was just like, okay, okay. And so then anyways, they come in, and and they lean him back, and they start – and I can tell like he was kind of like jerking around a little bit. And I was like, do you want me to hold your hand? And so I held his hand the whole time. But he did so good. He didn't oh, cry or anything. These are the things yeah. that you
0: need to keep telling me. Because like I have moments where I'm like, do I want to be a mom? Like I hear like bad things, you know, from people. Yeah. Like, just like nightmares about like how, nightmares about how awful kids can be. But then also, you know, they're like a huge blessing. But then you say things like that. And I like cannot wait to be a mom to like a kid. Like, I can't wait Dude, to have a human, are, like a, like not just a baby, but a kid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You and Justin are going to raise some awesome kids. Like, be, I mean, just truly. I mean, kids really do take off to their parents. You guys are two awesome people. I think Larry and I are pretty awesome, and I think our kids are awesome. Yeah. Um, as, Like, as our scream. kids have so much personality and and, and all that stuff. So, yeah. Tin would recommend. Yeah, uh, but there are there are the hard days too. Yeah, so. oh, I
0: don't doubt it. Well, I'm really it glad they did sweet. well because it it can be scary. But I also like don't remember my first. I know we've obviously talked about your dentist experience on this podcast yeah. before, maybe a couple times. But I don't recall my like first dental experience period. My little brother also had an awful experience. He like kicked a drill, like hit a drill out of the dentist's hand. And then it, like, cut him when he was, like, little. (sighs) And ever since then, then he did, like, laughing gas. And so he was able to, like, get through it. But I never had any experiences like that. Like, I don't recall anything. And I'm, like, really good friends with my hygienist. She's been my hygienist for, like, 15 years. I, like, love her.
1: Well, Lara... I'm so glad that it went well. They left smiling, laughing. They had a That's good time. So and I was good. like, okay, this is good. Like their first visit, they have good memories of the dentist. Like they kind of know what to expect now. And none of them have cavities. And we're really worried. I mean, especially with Sterling. Cause he tent, like we're like, brush your teeth, dude. And he tends, like he'll go in there. He'll be like, bah! you know, they have like the mm-hmm. battery ones and he'll get in there and go like, bah! literally like four seconds. He's like, I'm done. And we're like, no man, like you gotta get, side and the plaque yeah. and the that and this and that and so they're like wow like his teeth are great and i was like oh my god thank god because and so we're ellie so yeah anyways that that's what today was and a little bit of shooting the shit but i was expecting things to not go well and the reality is is that they did go well so that's an example say,
0: expectations versus
1: reality versus reality and so that's what we're talking about today uh what brought this on like why is this important that we talk about expectations? of your wedding day and then the reality of your wedding day.
0: I think it's so easy for couples to get caught up in like fantasies or what they, the shoulds, like this is how it should be. Or like I, you, you know, gosh, I don't want to like give any like super big examples yet, but A great one is like you have an expectation. Let's say you were bringing your dog because we're not going to talk about this. But let's say you had an expectation. You're going to bring your dog and it's going to be so cute. And you're going to get this like really adorable photo of you and your husband to be, your wife to be with your fur baby. And reality is fur baby comes crashing the party. It's muddy out and he jumps on your dress and there's like a mud paw on it. Yeah. That's actually happened to one of my couples. So it's like a real story. And she just like laughed it off and was like, it's fine. Like, this is my dog. This is who he is. But you could have held an expectation that it's going to be like perfect. She didn't. She was like, I know this is going to be crazy, but I like want to do it because yeah. he's my dog. Um, but or like, yeah.
1: oh, we're going to have the dog be the ring bear and he's going to run straight toward me. It's going to be so awesome. He's going to run straight towards so-and-so. And, and then it's just like, no, dog isn't there. Like everywhere, sniffing everyone. Yeah. Yeah, just expectations. I mean, and we've we've talked about what expectations are, but I mean, expectations are simply your belief of what the future uh, will be. Like you believe that this is going to be true and that this is how things are going to pan out. That's the Chris Cerna definition of an expectation. Hopefully, I'm not too far off base. But no, th- I, I mean, I think that's what it is.
0: Yeah, and talking about this, we really firmly believe it's important for you know, going into any situation that's like monumental like this to hold your expectations to a standard that can like actually be met. And I'd almost rather your expectations be really low so that things just surprise you. Like, you're like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm planning on my dog coming. If he's in the mood, great. If he's not, then, you know, I'm expecting him to not be, it'd just be great if he was. And like, that way you're not let down. So we're here to like bust some very common expectations that we see as wedding photographers. Um, if you don't know, I think actually our intro says this, but we're wedding photographers. We do this for a living. So we see this almost every weekend. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So we're going to start and we're going to do this in like chronological order.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think we're even starting with like even the day, you know, like leading up to the wedding. Like yeah. all of that. So Absolutely. we're gonna even we're gonna try to go in chronological order, like Ashley said. So take it away, Ashley. What are we gonna be talking about first? Uh when, when it comes to expectations.
0: Well, this is very bridal breakdown of us, but we if you haven't heard of the wedding why yet, I need you to note and listen to one of our first episodes. Which episode is it? It's episode two. It's episode two. And uh-huh. it's wedding, wedding planning freaking, freaking sucks. Suck and it's yep. all about setting your wedding why and how that can set you up for success. So let's say you're this like great Bridal Breakdown listener. You're like, I listen to the Bridal Breakdown. I've got my wedding why set. Like my wedding is going to be great because my why is set. It's going to make this a piece of cake. When reality, like wedding planning is going to get ahead of you. You're going to lose sight of your why. You're going to start stressing out about what napkins to order and what color linens you need and start thinking of all these things that are that have nothing to do with your why. It's normal. What can they do about that?
1: I mean, I think the first thing is is just know like you are you've done the work. You've put the work in and you've set your why. And really you can just leave it at that and be like, this is what we're aiming for. This is what we're shooting for. Um and at the end of the day, I think you're gonna feel better just knowing that you're not like just taking a shot in the dark. Like you have somewhere that you're trying to go. You may not hit it exactly, but I think you're going to get pretty darn close. Like, and, and when I say that, I mean, there are certain things that you can control when you set your wedding. Why you are taking the vision that you have and you know, you and your partner's vision for the day and you're writing it out, you're communicating it, you're sharing it at the end of the day though. You are actually not the one that's executing your wedding why on the day of. Like, there's a whole team of vendors, there's other people, there's family members that are going to be executing different parts of the day. So, things can go off. You're planning and hoping and preparing that the things, the elements that will come into place that will help like execute your why will happen. But, you know, shit happens. Tires go (laughs) flat, people run late, you know, Ubers are missed flights are delayed, Uh, you know, anything could happen. And so I think this is how this would apply really to wedding. Why? Like you, you are giving your like, Hey guys, here are the marching orders for the day. And then at the end of the day, like you're actually not the one executing on the day. It's other people.
0: Yeah. Well, and if you find yourself like getting stressed out about things and getting carried away in like the little details, let's say, and you think, you have this like expectation that because you set your why, like things are going to be like great and perfect. If you find yourself getting stressed out or things are sucking the joy out of wedding planning, Mm -hmm. go revisit your why and be like this, these, this tablecloth linen color has nothing to do with the fact that I want to celebrate the history of our love. That's our why I want to celebrate the history of our love at our wedding. So who cares? I'll just pick it. Like it does not line up with my why. I'm not going to let it steal my joy.
1: Yeah, and there's there's all sorts of stuff like this that happen. You know, like you have choices as to what you're going to let steal your joy or not. Another example that comes, (laughs) this is this kind of has to do with Pinterest. So we'll move into our next one, which is expectations that Pinterest sets. Let's say that you have not been able to find the right tie color for your groomsmen. Well, then you find inspiration on Pinterest. It takes you to this weird link in this sketchy site. And the photos look great. It seems to match perfectly. Expectations are this is a great fit. You order them, they take five weeks to get there forever. And then they arrive, you know, two weeks before the wedding, and they are slightly darker than you were hoping that they would be your expectations were, hey, this is perfect. This is right. Pinterest led me to this. Oh, this is such a great resource. It looks good. You like hold, you know, your flowers up to the screen and it looks like it matches, but then reality just doesn't pan out that way.
0: Yeah. And it's very likely that's going to happen if you're doing an online order and knowing, setting that bar low that like that happens. And like this happens with bridesmaid stresses. This happens with.
1: Oh, ring all the boxes
0: time. like this happened like these are stories that we've heard from people on this podcast ring boxes ties not being the right yep. color and you can either choose to let that be something that sucks your joy because like the tone is slightly off or no in 10 years you're not uh-huh. really going to care that that tone was slightly off and like don't just don't let don't let right. it steal your joy don't let it steal your joy it's very oh and like in pinterest so like further you have expectations let's say that you're going to have this pinterest worthy wedding. And by Pinterest worthy, I mean like, let's say you're looking at a photo. You find this picture that you really love on Pinterest and you're like, I want this. Well, in reality, that Pinterest setup, let's say you're doing an, okay, your expectation is you're going to have this Pinterest photo. You've got pompous grass everywhere. You've got geometric signage you've got neon signs in this picture like all they're pulling out all the stops right well reality is you're doing a di wedding diy wedding for ten thousand dollars that those flowers by themselves that like flower setup might already be five grand that you're looking at at that picture so knowing that that expectation of that picture versus like your reality like, your DIY self may be able to do that. But, like...
1: Maybe. But, like, probably, probably unlikely, not. though. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And another point on Pinterest. Oh, my gosh, Chris. How many times... And this was also really long. When Pinterest first came out, I was a wedding photographer at the time. And it was a very interesting time to be a wedding photographer. Because, like, Pinterest was, like, burlap, lace, DIY, pin this, short dresses, this, that, the other... People would bring this new resource of Pinterest to us and we would replicate images. Poses. Yes. rep. I want <sighs> this. Well, reality is... This can we
1: stand can you go stand on this balcony? This place has a balcony and then we want to be in the center and then we want our family members to make a heart all around us and then everyone's going to cheer and then we're going to kiss in the middle. Can you do that?
0: <laughs> You're like, "Okay." Yes. But realize that moment. that's probably
1: going to take 15 minutes. Yes. To do. Oh my
0: god, yes. What a freaking solid point. This one we didn't even write down. That 15-minute yep. thing. Let's say you have this expectation that you're going to be able to have your ceremony all set up and ready and you're going to be able to do it all yourself all before it's time for you to do your hair and makeup for example oh, reality
1: oh, no 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 logistically
0: no, no. or let's say you have this like expectation don't this, even think logo, about it of this like seven tier cake and you're like oh, that cake Looks amazing, and you're having your Aunt Lucy do it. Who you've seen, she's done a one-tier cake before, and it was beautiful. She can totally do seven tiers. Let's not put that on Aunt Lucy. <laughs> Let's also understand, like, cakes are expensive. Like, do you know how expensive a cake is? Like, it is absolutely outrageous. Amazing for cake bakers, like they are absolute artists in their own right. But like, an eight-tier cake is probably a little unrealistic. So just like from this, yeah, this is all Pinterest related. But like, wow. The amount of expectations versus reality. Have you seen that? What is that show? It's on Netflix. It all it all has to do with like expectations. Uh, where it's like that baking show. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh they like yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: bake, yes. They like, like yes. fail.
0: You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like they like make. Yeah, they're like, like recreate Pinterest. this
1: picture. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. Well, <laughs> then there's even the whole meme thing, right? Like expectations and then reality so you have like someone that's like modeling like "Ooh, i bought this outfit expectations i'm gonna look like this model oh. reality i look like a potato you know like <laughs> that literally
0: thing. every bride ever like seeing like the well i mean you you do you you probably are a model let's be honest but they're seeing like the, like pictures of these like actual uh-huh. like super models in these dresses right. like posing in some certain way and like they look amazing but honey like you're amazing the way you are and you're not stoic yes. like you're a happy person and this this bride is like stoic as crap like you know that's like, not Wait, you how is
1: she getting her arm at that angle above yes,
0: her head
1: yes. like like own you i look like i'm like trying to scratch my back yes. and she looks like she's <laughs> like i'm like sniffing my goddess. armpit <laughs> At least sniffing your armpits yeah <laughs> yeah it's just so, you do you but the biggest thing with Pinterest is just like realize, I mean, we've talked about this before with Pinterest, like pull inspiration from it. Don't don't think that you're going to recreate, you know, if you're doing DIY. Now, granted, if you have all the stops and the budget and you tell a planner, you're dropping $50,000 on a wedding, recreate that. I want that. It It's probably going to happen. But if you're rolling DIY and you're trying to ball on a budget, maybe not, probably not.
0: So moving into the next point, also just side note, things happen and my audio totally cut out. So if I sounded weird there in the middle of talking, Chris had to use our backup audio. So
1: yeah, it's Zoom audio. So it might be a little weird.
0: Yeah, it might be a little choppy. Again, my internet's not great, but it's okay. Fiber's coming. Okay. Thank you. Moving into the next point, wedding day expectations surrounding just planning in general. Planning is going to be so much fun. I have been waiting to plan my... I've been basically planning my wedding in my sleep since I was six years old. Right? That's the expectation for some people. Like, it's going to be fine. Or, uh, you know what, Chris? I'm just really laid back. Like, I just... I really don't think I care that much. I'm definitely not going to be a bridezilla. Like, it's going to be really easy because I'm barely laid back. When in reality... Probably doesn't isn't gonna go that way because you even
1: stress brings that you know, stress brings out different parts of people. It does. It's not a bad thing, it's just what it does.
0: Yeah, and if you're like super let's say you're super laid back and you're like, I'm just not I I'm not a type of person that lets things like ruffle my feathers. Well maybe you're not, but you are the type of person who cares what other people think maybe. And if that's the case, like the guest list is going to like planning for the guest list and like planning on the alcohol like the, there's the, all these things that I think you don't think about with pl- within like planning a wedding when you're planning on the thought of getting engaged and you think it's going to be so much fun you don't think about like okay I got to rent trash cans how many trash cans do I need
1: yeah oh my gosh! You know, who, yeah, who wants to spend money on trash cans? Yeah. right, but it's like it's a reality or or you know, even with the planning, like maybe you're thinking, Oh my gosh, this is gonna be so much fun. Me and my fiance we're gonna spend so much time together. He's gonna have so many opinions on this, da 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 and really, the reality is most men uh just don't have an opinion. You know, sometimes they just truly do want to do whatever you want to do, and mm-hmm. they want that to be the thing mm-hmm. that happens. Uh, but, it, you know, or, or flip side, like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. Maybe they're very, very, very opinionated, and then there's tension and clashing. I was a little yeah. opinionated, and Lara and I had some, some tiffs that we got in. Silly. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Oh,
0: you, you, you've told me this. It was like your outfit, right? Yeah. Like, like I was going to have my shirt.
1: Yeah. I was, I would just wanted. I figured I was like, I'm wearing a gray suit. I'm gonna wear a white shirt underneath. It had to be a little creamy, like it had to be kind of a cream color, Mm -hmm. because Lara's dress was off white. Mm So I I had to wear an off white shirt, and I was a little baby about that. (laughs) (laughs) I just was.
0: Looking back, it's like, man, why did I let that ruffle my feathers? But definitely,
1: but yeah. expectations and realities of how involved or how passionate your partner is going to be in the planning process—like mm-hmm. those are things you know that might. So, so how with all of this? Like, I, I feel like the answer is going to be the same mm-hmm. for all of these things. But I mean, essentially, it's like, hey, be aware that things might not go the way that you want them to go, or that you expect them to go. So don't ex- don't have expectations.
0: Absolutely. Don't have expectations around how you think wedding planning is going to go. No, it's probably going to be a lot harder than you think. And like you, you have like, most likely you've got a job, you've got a life, you've got relationships to keep going on. Like, and like, remember that's important. Planning for your wedding is like, you're planning for one day of your life. You still have the rest of your life. So like, make sure you take care of the rest of your life too throughout this process. And it can be all consuming if you let it be. So just know that going into this whole planning process. And you if you're like in the middle of it, you're probably raising your hands like, girl, yes, I thought planning was going to be great and it has been awful. I cannot wait to be done planning. Like I can't wait for the wedding planning that can go behind me. Or but then there's also people who are like, I loved planning my wedding. I'm becoming a wedding planner.
1: I'm going to plan other people's weddings. Yeah, yep. exactly. Which, and good for them.
0: Yep. Not me. But girl, there is a place for you in this world. So... so- So, 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 so,
1: so, so so budget, cake, flowers, all of these are kind of one category, correct? Yes.
0: Yes. So with budget, you, you have this expectation. Okay. We're doing the planning. We're doing the thing. Everybody says, let's get together with your fiance, your parents, like figure out the budget. How much money do you have? Let's allocate things. And then before you know it, you figure out cake is way more expensive than I thought flowers are way more expensive than i thought you dj
1: is how much all they're doing is pushing a button
0: (laughs) how many parents have you heard that
1: literally dads yeah
0: (laughs) literally dads so all these things cost like way more money than you expect like going in uh katie caitlin ditman she was one of our
1: shout out to caitlin
0: shout out to caitlin also i like can't remember if these are their maiden names or their married names caitlin ditman Caitlin, that is her married name. So we have a episode with her. She has such a great episode early on in the podcast. I think she's mini one, maybe?
1: She is mini one, yes.
0: It's a freaking great episode. You should go listen. But one of the things that she talked to us about is her expectation for how much their wedding budget would be versus her fiance's expectation of what their wedding budget would be. Like, let me tell you, everybody's husband, most... Okay, not everybody... But most people's husbands are like, I expect a wedding to cost around like ten thousand dollars, right? Maybe five, maybe who knows what they think. Five, ten thousand dollars. Very little rarely do is it realize, like what it
1: actually costs,
0: right? Do they little do they realize the average wedding in America is like thirty three grand, and so that alone is like an expectation versus reality. Whoa. Like major woe. And then flowers, like you see that beautiful hanging floral arrangement above that head table at that one wedding on Pinterest. And that's like a $10,000 arrangement. I mean, it depends on where you live in the country, but that's like a $10,000 arrangement. Like flowers are crazy expensive. Flowers are beautiful. I freaking love when I have a wedding full of flowers. However, they're a big, Budget chunk. Huge.
1: Yeah, truly, truly, yes.
0: So knowing that, going in, expectation, it's going to be around 10 grand. Reality, it's really expensive, so... it's norm- what,
1: Reality is, is it's probably more than you're thinking it is.
0: So let's like on this topic, let's really quickly touch base on like, you've planned your budget. You've planned, this is where... I'm gonna have three thousand dollars go to photography. I'm gonna have three thousand dollars go to videography, I'm gonna have, you know, five thousand dollars go to flowers. I'm gonna go two thousand for
1: my dress.
0: One thousand for food. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah,
1: right. We're getting a thousand McDoubles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So if you've done something like this with your budget and you're like, I'm set. Like, my expectation is that I'm set. I figured it out. Well, then you reach out to the videographer you like, and they actually cost $5,000, let's say. Now what? You can either pivot some of your you budget. You have a few options. Yep. Can, you can take that 1,000 McDoubles and instead you know, give those 1,000 McDoubles to your videographer. (laughs) Be like, here you go, $1,000 in McDoubles for your payment. But no, in in seriousness, you can pivot that money from elsewhere in your budget. Like let's say napkins, don't do the napkins, add them to the videographer, or you've got to set your expectations for what your videographer and who they're going to be and what your work might look like in order to make your budget work would you agree with that is there any other suggestions that you have in terms of like what to do when expectations for budget and vendors in reality don't line up yeah
1: i mean i think i think a big part of it is you can even ask yourself the question what's our why and we have to make some cuts somewhere right (laughs) like if we're gonna do these things if we're gonna accomplish these things we're gonna have to make some cuts so is there anything that we can do without is there anything that maybe we can downgrade this vendor from this vendor to that that Sterling's running around in his underwear in the office? Hey, dude, what, what are you doing? Did he run upstairs? Is <laughs> I he even know. down here still?
0: I don't know. <laughs> did you just see a little naked one. boy I running did. behind? I yeah. did. <laughs> I did. Oh, Anyways. gosh.
1: So you can, you can reallocate. You can revisit the budget and go, man... Um, you know we had x amount of money for food well we realized that if we drop our guest list invitations haven't been set out uh from 200 to 100 people then we can cover these this extra thing like you can yeah. make shifts and you can make changes it's just like a normal budget and a re, you know a real thing it's like well we're gonna have to go without uh, all of our subscriptions you know this month we're mm-hmm. gonna cancel everything and it's just you make it work with how you yeah. just make it work you fudge the numbers yeah. to around and and you move things around but I mean that's what I would Well,
0: say. and it's like, let's say you initially thought you were gonna get like those pretty chargers for each place setting, and oh yeah, you realize later like, oh each of those is like two dollars per place setting. That's four hundred dollars for chargers, and you're like, I feel like I need to though because I need my wedding to look just as good as Tina's because Tina just got married and she had all these beautiful chargers. Well really your guests showing up to your wedding could give two craps what Tina did at her wedding and they give two craps about what you do at your wedding so know that what they what you think they care about like they don't even notice like they have no idea they don't have chargers on their table like
1: honestly the only thing that i think people really care about at a wedding truly is food and drink that's it yep because it's all that involves them your decorations, they don't really care about. I mean, they don't care about any of that stuff. No. But if you feed them and you give them drinks, like, or have drinks available for them, best wedding ever. Yeah. Like, so good. This food was great. But, like, those are the two areas that if you're, if you're about. looking to impress, those would be the areas.
0: Yeah. Well, and on that same vein with other people, that's another expectation people have. Expectation. All of my family and friends and guests are going to love every single decision I make because it's my wedding day, right? It's about it's about us. It's about me and my fiance. And they're just going to like be super approving and supportive of all the decisions I make when in reality, you're going to get unwarranted opinions from pretty much everybody you know because they, I mean, talking wedding is such an easy thing for people to do with you it's such like a, it's like the low hanging fruit for them to have this like wedding discussion with you. And then they're going to give you an opinion and you're probably not going to like it. You, I mean, maybe you like it, but you might say like, you know, I'm having yellow in my flowers. And they're like, are you sure you want yellow? Like we don't want those passive comments, you know? So just know that people are going to have opinions likely, and they're likely not going to agree with everything that you say. Some people will, but just know that that's like that's something to expect is that other people unnecessarily have opinions that you may not want to hear.
1: Yeah. And that's just a part of it. I mean, that that literally is just the nature of doing anything where you have to make a decision. Other people mm. are going to have opinions about those decisions that you make. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about dresses, dress shopping right now. We had uh, Jillian on of Dress Gallery, that is a local um, dress shop here in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, but she had a whole episode talking about this. But we did want to cover it because there are expectations um, that come into this. I highly recommend that you go and listen to that episode if you've not listened to it yet. Um, to this date, it is one of our highest listened to. Episodes, And for good reason. There was lots of great information. But when it comes to expectations, what do we want to talk about and cover right now, Ashley?
0: So you might expect going in. You watch Say Yes to the Dress. You're going to go in. Dress shopping is going to be so much fun. You're going to go with all of your girls and your moms. And it's just going to be so great.
1: Girls Just Want to Have Fun is going to play in the background Ooh, as you're trying gonna on dresses. You're going to pop some champagne. There Everybody's you go.
0: Smiling. There's music. The the light is just so good. When in reality, the light's awful. We all know what it's like to be in a dressing room. It's very similar when you go dress shopping. It's not the most flattering. You ever tried a swimsuit on in a dressing room? Very feels very similar. And like have your have your makeup and hair done, just FYI. You'll feel a lot better about it. But so that's happening. Reality is everybody also, again, shares opinions with you. They share their opinion and nobody's opinions match. So that's frustrating because you want to please everybody plus yourself, but nobody's agreeing. So that's hard. And then mom has her opinion of what she wants you in and what she's always pictured you in. And she wants this like lacy gown, but you want a modern gown. And then there's just all the things are happening at the dress appointment.
1: Freaking Tina's there. She drank too much. She's getting wasted. Tina.
0: Like,
1: damn it, Tina.
0: We're going to have a Tina listener eventually who's going to be like, can you guys pick a different <laughs> can name? <you> stop <laughs> using my name? So that's a nightmare all in itself. So just I'd expect dress shopping to maybe not be like, it'll be fun, but there's also like parts of it that are like, not fun. Like I didn't have any of that drama when I went dress shopping, but what I did have is like super indecisiveness where like I had tried on a million dresses and then I just like kept mentally thinking about this other one that I ended up picking. And I didn't have that like moment. I did that in air quotes. Some people have that moment where they cry. I didn't have that moment. So also like let go of that expectation for yourself. Like you might not have that moment. You might be like, make a more logical decision than an emotional decision. A lot of times that moment, it's like you feel it like that dress, like you feel it. Mine was like, I like this. This feels good. Like, you know, I don't, mine was a little bit more of a logical decision, but yeah, that just, just take that pressure off of yourself to have that moment take that pressure off of your people to like be a certain way. And like, you know, if you're, if you think you have a lot of opinionated people, Jillian talks about this in the dress episode. Seriously, if you haven't listened to it, it is the best, most uplifting episode that everybody needs to hear once in their life. Literally, everybody. It's so great. Even if you've already gone dress shopping, it's like great for all women. And probably men too. Yep. I think I you like it. Even, so. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked it. So there's that aspect good. of you shopping for your dress, but then there's also bridesmaids dress shopping. And you expect this is gonna be fun because now you're done. You're like, this isn't about me. Pressure's off. Like this is actually gonna be the fun appointment. All my girls are going together. It's gonna be great. I promise. This I can almost guarantee and promise to people. When you have that many women together, trying on dresses, that many dresses, body types, that many body types, many that insecurities. many skin complexions, yep. that many insecurities. Yes. You are going to get people like not everybody is going to like be in love with the same dress. So you can go the route of having people wear different dresses in the same color or the same color scheme to like if that you do have a lot of different like body types. Um, all different shapes. It's I'm a big fan of that. Honestly, way to go. I'm gonna, yeah. Like I
1: like that, and I can totally see because I mean, even I have things like as a guy, like I would never wear that type of fabric because it it just hangs on my handles a way that I don't like, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to hate that I have to wear this and be in the spotlight all day long. And I know that people, you know, and this is just something that's considerate, you know, and it looks really good. Honestly, I think when so like bridesmaids. Their dresses are in different cuts, same color, different cuts, or even different shades, completely different shades, mm-hmm. um, similar color. like all, like. all I think gone are the days where everyone has to wear the exact same dress. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do think we're kind of past those days. Uh, if that's something you had envisioned, by all means, do whatever you want. But I feel like that's not as common as it was yeah. 10 years ago.
0: Yeah. And just have the expectation of, well, A like let them be women like women are real you know they're hard on themselves i say let them be but like be encouraging and like understand that like they are going to have to be photographed in the these and they do want to look good for your pictures and like you know I, there's like all those things to think about but it can be a total nightmare well, because nobody agrees yeah, so there-
1: so the expectation is like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have so much fun. Hashtag girl gang, hashtag squad up, like we're getting together. And the reality is, is that this is a time where you may you would it would serve you well to position yourself to go, you know what? I already know. Like, think ahead, think of the body types of the women that you have. Try to think, or maybe you got some some dudes in the mix too, like think about their body types and just what you know about them, you're friends with them, obviously I would hope that you would probably know some things about them and and anticipate potential hazards, pitfalls, stumbling points, like throughout that whole thing and then even position yourself as like, all right, I'm gonna hype them up, I'm gonna be their biggest support, I'm just gonna like love on them, I'm gonna gas them up, like all of that stuff. That's what, and then I think you will feel better about it because if you do that, like, and if you are supportive and you do plan ahead, you're going to kind of help the day, you know, you're kind of taking control into your own hands versus like, you know, just thinking everyone's going to have fun. Everyone's going to, especially if you have several different people from out of town coming in, and it's just all different, like people that have never hung out before. So keep that in mind.
0: Totally 100% agree. And then in just the same vein as dress shopping with mom and mother-in-law, They go through the same thing as your bridesmaids do with like body insecurities. And it takes them a little bit longer because the body that they are always used to dressing up in has probably changed because really there's not a whole lot of reasons for like, I mean, at least in my world, for like mothers to formally dress up. And so seeing themselves in like a formal wear is different and they're not used to it. And like their shape has potentially changed since the last times that they've had to like wear formal wear. True, And so they're sitting here like grappling with their bodies change. How do what's like really flattering on me? Like they're they're going through like all of these things. So also just being really encouraging and patient with them and knowing that is a really hard, potentially that can be a really hard time for them to find a dress that works and also like fits within your style. So I would say give grace in the space of all things moms.
1: And it's easy I think for us to be hard on our parents about things like oh mom just get it together get your shit together when Dude. really like yeah. you know they could really be struggling.
0: Oh absolutely yeah and you you think they have these like hard shells at least I think this is about my mom and she's listening to this cuz she listens to every episode. Hi mom. <laughs> and Hi, she's like the first one to always send a text and be like Chris the, you're muted.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, the she same thing. Is... She's like, she's almost like our our editor. Like she yeah. lets us know when things go <laughs> yeah, on. She's
0: the best. But I, I like think of her as this woman with this like really hard exterior. In a sense of like nothing is going to hurt my mom. Like my mom Nothing's is a total badass, exactly. And like we just need to remember, like they have the same insecurities that we do. Like they just because they got older and had children and like went through all They're like wise and great and amazing and strong doesn't mean that they don't still go through these things. So just have grace with your mom and know that that appointment may not go the way that you think it. Like I even went with my mom thinking this is going to be so much fun. And she struggled hard trying to find stress. Like it was like a nightmare, which brings me to also think about all of your women and their chest size. I've always been like smaller chested and... Being a bridesmaid with girls who had larger chests, we had to think about, like, them and their cleavage and, like, what they're comfortable with. And so, like, not having something super low cut if you're going to make everybody match and you have these, like, girls who feel like they're going to fall out. So, like, that's just a side note because I know that that can be, like, kind of an insecurity for some girls. So.
1: And I was telling Ashley before that she brought up this point, and I was like, literally, I never realized it, but it's like it just clicked in my head. But there's so much boob talk that goes on, like on, on the literally <laughs> on the, the, the day of, day, all, yeah. all the girls are like, "Wow, your boobs look so great in your dress," and they're like, "Really? I got done it?" And there's just so much literally eighty percent of the conversations there <laughs> are about boobs. So obviously, it's you know, everyone Chris is cares. Like I didn't so.
0: realize it was a thing, but it is.
1: Yeah, well, it's just funny because now I'm like looking back, it's like. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is totally a big thing that's talked about. Then, so keep in mind.
0: Totally. Okay. Okay. So, so let's move into yes, wedding. I was gonna say wedding day. Let's, move let's into get to
1: day. yeah. Let's get so we still have two things right before the wedding, the day before the wedding. There's a couple of things that you probably need to um, set your expectations with. But let's talk about rehearsal night with your spouse. Okay. Soon so there's. To be Officially husband or wife.
0: Yes. There's two things that could go here. One, you could be planning. Well, really, I guess this is one. I don't know. Your expectation could be and most likely is, I am not spending the night with my spouse. We are not going to see each other at all the next day. We're not. We're not going to do it. And then you have your rehearsal dinner you guys go out for drinks. And then before you know it, you didn't make any plans and you didn't like book a hotel and you don't know where you're sleeping and you're tired and you just want your bed. And so in reality, you guys might end up spending the night together. And you know what? That's fine. Like really genuinely, yeah. that's fine. Like if you're an anxious person, I actually would recommend doing this because you sleeping in your own bed the night before your wedding can help you sleep sounder. Than sleeping in an unfamiliar place with people you're not used to sleeping with. Like the whole slumber party. Yes. The slumber party idea sounds like an absolute, like legit for me. I was like thinking that sounds so much fun. But in reality, like sleep is so, 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 so important that if you think that's going to be you and you end up staying the night with your spouse, like traditions aside, that's fine. If things don't go according to plan, like don't beat yourself up over it. If your expectation was to not sleep together the night before. Totally. So I just want to give you grace in that that avenue. I've seen this happen and I've like heard from a lot of people. They're like, you know, I'm actually really glad that I did that or, you know, kick the spouse out. But also at the same time, like his sleep is equally as important as yours. Just think, I guess, take that into consideration that's well, like-
1: even expectations, like, a different angle with your rehearsal dinner is, you know, I think a lot of people imagine, I like, this is something that we actually, because we did kind of have a rehearsal dinner party thing, um, but, I mean, we had a lot of, we had Houston friends and Houston family meeting, you know, Wichita, Kansas people and stuff like that, and, like, there, I had was very hyped up and thought, like, oh, it's going to be so much fun, like, We're all going to party together. It's going to be a blast. And honestly, it was really stressful, like getting everyone together and then trying to get everyone on task and pull them away from, excuse me, drinking so that like we could actually do a rehearsal and like run through and and all that stuff. And so like this is kind of I think rehearsal dinner is more stressful than the wedding day because. Sometimes you show up to the venue and then there's decorating happening too, which I I wouldn't recommend doing setting up like at your rehearsal dinner. I think it's just going to stress you out. I've seen it happen. I've officiated some weddings and shown up to the rehearsal dinner and the brides are a wreck because you know, they're still trying to set up and they're not able to mingle with their people and have drinks. And it's just, it's kind of chaotic. So that's not really about expectations. That's just a little tip. Obviously you can do whatever you want, but experience has shown me that that tends to be pretty stressful. Um,
0: yeah, so that's a good point.
1: Just your rehearsal. So expectation, my rehearsal dinner is going to be so much fun. It's going to be the best night before the best day. It might not be, might be pretty stressful you know, you might have some family, like if you have uh, family members that typically don't play well, uh, they'll probably keep it together on the wedding day. I don't know so much about at the rehearsal dinner.
0: Yeah. It's casual, but like, so don't let it get to you. Don't let yeah. it get to you. If things go, um, not according to your vision on the rehearsal, just don't yeah. let it get to you. It's for
1: sure. Shake it off.
0: Yep. Shake it off. Shake it off. It's fine. People will be the way that people are like, you know, you know them. It's all people. It's all like human management.
1: And let's say that you were very responsible at your rehearsal dinner. You didn't drink a ton because you didn't want to feel bad because you want to get a good night's sleep. Expectation. And let's, yep, that's your expectation. Uh, you got a nice hotel and it's just you and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is going to be so great. Or you're staying with a friend. Doesn't matter. You have these, these expectations that you're going to get a full eight hours of sleep because you're going to bed early. Normally, you go to bed at 11. You're going to bed at 9 tonight, right?
0: yes
1: reality what is reality
0: well reality is probably that too many people were buying you shots at the bar because your friends talked you into going out i'm just saying that happens like literally each weekend be careful with that if you're not hung over the next day like seriously 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 be careful but aside from like being bought a bunch of shots and being hung over on your wedding morning let's pretend that didn't happen yep It is freaking impossible to sleep the night before your wedding. Coming from somebody who had a wedding with thirteen people, that all I'm very close with, and I slept in the same bed as my husband the night before the wedding. Not at our house, though. I could not sleep. You're not going to like. It is so hard. Thirteen or
1: three hundred. It's still going to be hard to sleep.
0: Wait, I don't get get that reference.
1: Hard. No, I'm just saying 13 to three, like whether you have 13 people or 300 people. (gasps) Oh, people. I was like,
0: wait, 13, like I was thinking like zero to 100 13 going on 30. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I was going through all these things like, I don't get it. You got to tell me what that means.
1: Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how big your wedding is. Like it's going to be hard to sleep. And that's okay. That's normal. Anticipate that. Get some melatonin. (laughs) Get some sleepy time tea, you know, and just try your best read like, a book I know, that don't be, so on weird. Like do a be on your phone it's like a phone. yeah like scrolling social media that's yeah. just psychologically like that's gonna, the lights are gonna wake your brain up don't do that it's so Take a hard bath.
0: too you're so excited like people are posting photos from the rehearsal like you're seeing them like dopamine fire is like dopamine hits are going off in your brain yeah. because like you're getting notifications left and right on your phone and like uh, honey put it away you deserve a really good night's rest before a really long emotional fun day. Yeah. And and drink the ever-living piss out of water. Like Yep, hydrate. Oh my gosh, it is not just important to hydrate on your wedding day because you won't. It is pivotal that you drink a, a ass ton of water the day before your wedding and the day before that and the day before that. Like hydrate the heck out of yourself. It's good for your brain health. It's good for your skin. It's good for your sleep. It's good for your, um, uh, what's, I was going to say melatonin. That's not the word I want. Crap. Metabolism. They're close. Metabolism. They're kind of close. (laughs) It's good for your metabolism. It's good for so many things. Do not forget to drink water because you will forget to drink water the day of your wedding. Yeah. Do not forget to hydrate before. Okay.
1: So now we've gone to sleep. Maybe, maybe we've gotten four hours of sleep. Hopefully more than that. Yep. Let's say you didn't sleep well, all right? You wake up the morning of your wedding and you think, oh, it's okay. It's all right. I didn't sleep okay, but it's fine because guess what? I'm going to go get pampered. Mary's bringing the mimosas. They're picking the stuff up. We're getting out the door. We're getting to the salon or we're getting to the hotel or wherever you're getting married uh, or wherever you're getting ready. You get there, you arrive, and you're like, all I have to do is just relax and get pampered. Is that Mm -hmm. how that morning typically Mm -hmm. plays out?
0: Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Because you can, if you, maybe you got like super prepared and like, maybe that is what's happening for you. If you're like a very good planner and like you were great about getting your bag together the day before and all the things. But so many times that morning you wake up and you're like, crap, where's the marriage license? Crap, where are the car keys? Does anybody have my wallet? Where's my purse? Like, yeah. Like all these crazy things are going on the morning of the wedding, and like, forbid you have a freaking hangover. Like that's a whole nother thing. But nonetheless, it's chaotic getting to where you want to go. And then like you're like, where? And it's typically is my you're worried about forgetting stuff. Yeah, it normally is all forgetting stuff because again, where are my you keys? Know Where's my marriage license? You know
1: what we should do? I uh I created a resource. Did you see that resource that I created?
0: Is it the one that you're like free? Yes, your packing checklist.
1: Yeah, it's like a hundred a hundred things. We should make that. Maybe I'll post that in the, in, in the Facebook, Facebook group. Yeah, the Facebook bridal community. Uh we'll give that away. We'll post it there. And so if you're in the group, you will get it for free. If you want it, go join the Facebook group. The um link will be in the show notes. But anyways, that's just help. a little side note. And I literally like put a lot of work into like coming there's even things on there that you would never think of that would be really beneficial but i think it covers a wide gambit of things so you can do these things and and they will help but the morning will still be chaotic
0: yep that's just
1: that's just the nature of wedding morning
0: it totally is so being prepared can help you to actually like wake up and put your slippers on and like get your makeup done and not have your brain rushing at a million miles an hour but like also likely something to think about Give everybody somebody else's phone number like your maid of honor or your mom or whoever. I mean, don't do that to your mom. Don't yeah. If worry.
1: you're the main point of contact for everything, oof, that's going to be yeah. rough.
0: Pass that off to somebody else because your phone is going to be blowing up. People are like, where do I... Oh my gosh. Like the other day, we I heard of a bridal shower and the poor bride is on the phone with like a guest who can't find her way to the bridal shower. And it's just like one of those things that it's like, don't call the bride. Yeah, like call if someone you can't else. find Anyone where else. you're going, like who else is there that you know? Like figure it, fi- figure it out, people. Anyways,
1: here's pass here's that off. another little side tip that I've noticed. Like the difference, like I always ask. Typically, we arrive, and the first person that we find isn't the bride. It's normally someone who's decorating in the entryway, like at the venue or someone that knows the bride or a friend, a family friend or something like that. I always ask, how's she doing? How's she feeling? Is she stressed? Is she overwhelmed? You know, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Um, The brides that they're like, "She's, she's doing good. You know, I go in and then I'll ask, how are you doing? They're like, I'm doing good now. I had to make a decision to just Let it go. And anything that happens, I'm just going to let it go because it doesn't matter. So I would say that, like, it's not that everything's going perfect. It's that these, you know, brides have chosen to just let the things go. Like, it's their wedding day. Hey, we forgot the rings. Okay. Someone's going to get them. It'll be okay. Mm -hmm. It will be fine. And they've just chosen to roll with the punches. And I truly think that's all you can do on your wedding day. I freaking
0: love that. Like, just be like, yep, well, I mean, at this point, truly if some people hate this phrase but like it is what it is and i'm not gonna let it it bother me
1: it is what it is
0: not gonna let it take my joy so that was good my my little your little
1: british pirates of the caribbean yeah it was it was kind of
0: yeah i was not gonna let it take my joy i don't know what it was (laughs) elizabeth
1: swan thing
0: i'm here for it so
1: we're here Timeline is starting to go off. Things are happening at you know 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m. So we have this whole timeline that you've hopefully worked on with your photographer and maybe your planner, coordinator, all your vendors. You know, you guys have gotten things in order. So the timeline is there, and you thought, ooh, it's okay. We hired them for eight hours. The photographer's here for eight hours. The videographer's here for eight hours. We have all our vendors, and it's okay. Like everything's gonna happen when it needs to. We map this down to the minute." Everything's going to go according to plan. That's the expectation. What's the reality?
0: Well, the reality is I mean, people may be late, bridesmaids may be late, grooms and groom and groomsmen, they live in their own world. They're going to be late. (laughs) Unless, like, then I see them that are like really early, but you know, they're doing their own thing. Like, they're playing golf, they're having fun. They know that they're going to be
1: ready in five minutes. Like, they're really not worried about it you know, no. being dressed so, you at know, the time that you tell them to get ready. At.
0: They're going to, they're going to be there and your hair and makeup, let's say, Oh, well, actually I just want to bring this up because this is like the next point anyways, and they, we can tie them together. Your hair and makeup doesn't go according to plan. And like, this is like what? 75% of weddings, like hair and makeup is running behind. And Typically. we, we all and account normally for that.
1: Not, yeah.
0: It's normally and not. This like isn't a disc on
1: on these artists. No. At all. Not at all. But a lot of times there's different tones and shades, and then we've talked. Somebody about this doesn't before.
0: like their makeup. Somebody so doesn't like
1: their makeup, and then it becomes yeah. a thing, and then they have to redo it, and then da 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 da, and all of these things. Like, how are you going to plan? You're hoping that those things don't happen, but hopefully, your photographer. Your planner has prepared and built in extra time into the timeline yep. to where you'll be okay. Yep. And even if you get behind at that point, your team of vendors, hopefully we'll, they're professionals, yeah. and they got you. They'll take care they of you. They got you. They will catch you up. Oh, you absolutely. You will be good.
0: We've been an hour and a half behind once because of hair and makeup. And this is, a, like you said, not hair and makeup's fault most of the time. Like, I'm sure that there's times that, I mean, I'm sure that's not like a hard rule that's not their fault but most of the time it's not their fault like things happen an extra person wants her hair done an extra person wants her makeup done like all these just like kinks get thrown at them and they have to you know roll with the punches and so do we and so we've been an hour and a half behind on hair and makeup and that is a long time on a wedding day
1: Yeah, that is a long time
0: it was it's great but we will catch you up and like that might mean we're doing some stuff after that we were planning on doing before but it's going to be fine and like yep. that's something to know like it might not all go according to plan but it's going to be fine it's just like you just said chris like it is what it is let it go okay i like this rasp i kind of wanted to stay <laughs> 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 it's always like when you get a cold i'm like can this raspy voice stay put please I yeah like very someone has it's, a raspy it's, voice it's really. right. miley cyrus like, very like miley cyrus anyways
1: very miley so that's so, so Miley. <laughs>
0: I love her expect yeah, these are
1: all like expectations. Her, you know, it's gonna go great. It's gonna go flawless. Mm. It's gonna go perfect. It's gonna go according to plan. Just toss perfect out the window. And oh, what I would yes. replace that with is uh I've hired a good vendor team and no matter what, they have my back. I trust them. Trust yep. your vendor teams. Yep. And and put your trust in them. Don't put your trust in a timeline or other circumstances uh that can that are out of your control, like getting behind. Yeah. Well, but your vendors will catch you up. They got you.
0: We were talking about bridesmaids and how, you know, they may not like their hair or their makeup and so they get it adjusted and, you know, that's fine. So it's fine. That's fine. However, that's another expectation is like having bridesmaids It's going to be so much fun. They're going to be so helpful. They are going my to- My
1: girls. Yeah. I
0: got my crew. Like, And you know what? Actually, a lot of the time that is the case. Yeah, But sometimes, and I've seen this firsthand, Chris, I'm sure you've seen this too. They're human and they're mm -hmm. also thinking about themselves. You know, they get their hair and makeup done. They don't like it. So they're going to, a lot of times they just go fix it themselves in the bathroom and make it so they like it. And I mean, I've been there. I've gotten mine done and I'm like, and then I like, I like the pictures, but side note. Um, anyways, so they are thinking about themselves and I've seen it to an extreme where we are running behind because there are you know, a set of bridesmaids that will not leave the mirror and I just want to like scream at them, like, it's not about you. But like in reality, you know if you have a friend like that and they may be that way. And then also sometimes like with the wedding party in general, everybody might be a little drunky. Somebody might be too drunk to walk down the aisle. I have heard a horror story or two That's a horror story, though. Chris, was this what? No, it wasn't.
1: I, I mean, I've had my fair share of. of did I t- actually? I'm remember. I think we had a bridesmaid fall. We did. We did. It was at a uh, Grace Hill Winery. She was. She had drank way. T- have I told you the story?
0: I don't know. Do you want to tell the podcast this story?
1: Yeah, this was a this was like three years ago. It was a okay. long time ago. Okay, okay, okay. And uh, and yeah, the bride doesn't listen to this. And even if she did, <laughs> she would think it's funny. Okay, um, okay. But I'm like, I don't know what this person's like. So so much that they had to carry her. Two men had to carry her to the aisle, and then this other guy had to shoulder her weight down to get her down the aisle, and she face planted halfway down <gasps> the serious? aisle. Yeah. And I had just turned. I didn't get a photo. I got her feet going up. I missed the whole step because uh, I think I had turned to get a photo of, of the groom or something like that. Yeah, know. yeah. But anyways, yeah, that's an example of don't do that. That was shit face drunk.
0: Ooh. And
1: every, I mean, at that point, I think she kind of sobered up and realized like, like you could see it on her face. Like I legitimately just, she thought she ruined the day everybody laughed but it's just like that just goes to show you you can let the party get ahead of the couple you know
0: yeah yeah in thinking like with wedding party in general and that this is all to say most of the time I literally like will look at couples and be like you know I'll look at a bride and be like your bridesmaids are the best like they are so helpful they are so kind like But you've got to think you've got all these personalities that you're juggling and you've got to be a human. What did I call it earlier? Like you're, I don't know. And you're
1: kind of the connecting point to a lot of them. Yeah. Not all of them know one another.
0: So you, you've got to think that like, that's going to also be juggling. So it's not, this is not to deter you from wedding party. That's not what this is about.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just know, like have that expectation of knowing this might be this way. So you're not let down. Like, you know, your people and like
1: if you expect them to be out there setting up decorations and doing all these other things on, you know, on the morning of like, that's probably unrealistic and probably not going to happen. And and you probably just need to set yourself in this mindset that's like, you know what? We're going to have fun. That's what we're going to do. They want to have fun. They'll help if I ask them to, but don't expect them to do anything without being asked to do
0: it. Yeah. Like, don't have that. Truly, what do you want? Do you want them to have fun or do you want them to like be working for you? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's every situation is different because having them work for you might like seriously help you and help you with your budget and all the things. I mean, you know your situation, but we're just bringing this up expectation versus reality. That, that one's kind of different. And like, dude, groomsmen.
1: <sighs> what are you going to say? I'm so interested.
0: I don't know how many groups of drunk ass groomsmen that I have had to literally yell at like I'm their mother. Like, Oh, and how many times I get called like, Ooh, she fights. I'm like, I just need you to listen. Like if you listen, you're going to go get here. This happens. I would say like once every, I don't know, maybe like one to two times a year that I will have a rowdy group of groomsmen, like rowdy. And so drunk that they're like not able to listen because they're just like, yeah. they're having so much fun, and that's what I have to tell the couples. Like they're like, I'm so sorry, and I'm like, dude, you know, like they're having a lot of fun, and like I want them to have fun. I just want them to also yeah. pay attention for five minutes. But anyways, just have that expectation of knowing, like, and you probably do because I feel like I get warned from my couples ahead of time, like, hey, just FYI, we have a groomsman that may go like rogue, and so hey, you probably shout know out, spent. or
1: here's just here's just a small. Tip This has nothing to do with expectations as much as it does looking out for your vendor team. If you notice people in your bridal party are being rowdy and disrespectful to the vendors that you've hired, the professionals, uh, most likely your photographer, you know, because they're going to be working the closest with them, and you feel you notice your photographer beginning to get deflated, discouraged, step in, step in and put your people in check. Um, This has happened to me once before. It was a bridal party of 28, including the bride and groom.
0: Holy Uh, mother, why?
1: Yeah. Do you know that picture on my website where all the guys are laughing and they like got the football and they're like walking down the alley? You were just helping me. Okay. That group, that was 14, 14 guys. Rowdy. So many of them were even college football players. Right when I show up, there was one groomsman that was giving me shit all day long. By the time we got to portraits, they were just done done trashed well the groom stepped in and he's like hey listen man like this isn't cool you just need to listen to what he's telling you to do stop making smart ass comments like come on like you are literally slowing this down and ruining my day and he like got it together and i was like oh my god thank god you did yeah. that because he's not going to listen to any like don't put your vendors in that position step in before if you notice things going kind of yep. crazy and south yeah so i really appreciated that a lot a lot
0: Yeah. They're going to bat for you. And they're all like... Yeah. yeah, It's also just... I'm saying this like groomsmen are going to listen. They're never going to listen to this. But like, dude, you can drink the beer if you just listen. Like, we'll get it done quicker. So anyways... For sure. Know that. Expectation versus reality with wedding party. What comes along with it, just so you're not let down the day of. And it's normal. Also, it's normal. Like... I'm normalizing the fact that like it's chaotic and it's normal and it's fine and you're fine. Like we are so used to it. Okay. So everybody's ready. We've done bridal party
1: photos. Yep. Everyone's ready. We've done bridal party photos. We're maybe got a little bit off schedule, but it's okay. We've got cotton up and now it's time to actually walk down the aisle or to the ceremony.
0: Ceremony time. Your expectation. What's that? I said your expectation is... Your expectations.
1: When I think of the ceremony, I think of this like couples potentially thinking there's this reverent moment that's about to happen it's going to be like super respectful everyone's going to respect your boundaries that you set out of like hey this is going to be a electronic free zone we just want you to be in the moment you know no cell phones no pictures we hired people to do that we just want you to be in the moment and uh and Like, that's what I think the biggest expectation is. Everyone's going to be so in this moment and sharing this with us that, like, it's just going to be beautiful. And this is the most important part of the day, right? Like, we're making it official when really, so many people, I think, not so many people, when really, sometimes it's hard for the guests to even hear the officiant. Sometimes the audio's off. Sometimes yeah, they talk that too low, and sometimes people can't even hear what's going on. Sometimes you have Aunt Debbie and Uncle Lyle who stand up with their big ass iPads from 2004, and they're trying to take photos and like all of this thing. You know, all these things are happening, and kids are crying. If you invited children, and they're not just crying once; they're like screaming throughout the entire thing. This happened. Uh, last week at a wedding, uh, to where I think the priest in the Catholic ceremony was actually pretty frustrated and upset about it. But a baby screaming at the top of its lungs, you know, eight times, nine times during the ceremony, and it's like, all right, you should probably get your baby out of here. But they just think it's going to be this, like, beautiful moment, quiet, reverent, you know, holy, this kind of thing, when that might happen, or it's just not. not that way. Yeah. And truthfully, I don't remember anything that was said during our ceremony. It might be a little different for you because I know you guys intentionally made things very meaningful, but we did very little talking. Our officiant talked most of the time during the wedding, but I don't remember Uh, anything that happened that like out of everything, I remember the least about anything that was said on our wedding day.
0: Yeah. I like, I, that's my favorite part of my wedding day. And I hear that from couples still to this day, like their favorite part of their wedding day and the part they were all looking the most forward to is sharing personal vows and it can be very vulnerable and scary to like think of like writing and public speaking but like there's this like moment where you just kind of zone out and it's like feels like just you two in the room and like
1: you're already tunnel visioned on them anyways yeah
0: it's so so special and like i wouldn't if there's anything that I would like love to just like relive over and over and over again, it was like sharing your personal vows. It was so great. So yeah. Side note, do it. If you definitely like, just definitely. do it, and just do it.
1: Make it your own, make it your own yeah. and do it. I really wish we would have done that. Um, We'll probably do that for our 10 year. Like when you yeah. are vows, something like that.
0: It's special, man. So
1: anything else about ceremony?
0: I don't think so because these next few things with ceremony, I think are huge with, like, let's say, you know, you are sharing your personal vows and you have this expectation that your fiancé, soon to be a spouse, is going to be bawling. Like, you are going to hit the tear drickers They're going to cry. It's going to be romantic. Or at
1: least teary-eyed at the minimum. Like, yep. you should be able to see their eyes welling up.
0: Yeah. And you don't. You just see them smiling or maybe they're stoic. I mean they're smiling, they're stoic, they're whatever they are. Like, remember they're nervous too, just like you're nervous. And it, a lot of this happens like that, like walk down the aisle and having this perception that they're going to be like sobbing when you walk down because you see all those videos of people sobbing. Yeah. Your person Thanks, may not Wild be Oak a crier. I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. They have the
1: best videos. They have the best videos of that. Yeah, Justin did it too.
0: Justin did. He sobbed and he cried. He saw me. It was... Q. I i did not expect did that you happen. expect
1: that did you think that was gonna happen
0: no No again no but i wasn't gonna like i wasn't gonna put that on him like yeah but i've heard people be like grooms be like i have they've told me before i have to cry or she's gonna be really mad at me i don't think i'm gonna cry how can i cry like do not put that on your person they oh are like gosh, they are nervous so they're human They have their own emotions. They're dealing with like this situation that is very abnormal for your normal life. Different than you are. And like, or also take it off yourself if you think you're going to cry. I didn't cry. I don't know if I cried at all all on my wedding day.
1: I teared up, but honestly, I did not expect, I I didn't expect it. I like, it was crazy because I remember like seeing Lara walk down and it just like hit. And I was like oh shit like uh and i was trying so hard not to and i don't know what i guess i didn't want to be that vulnerable in front of people and i'm a pretty like emotionally in tune dude and even then Mm. like i was like no no don't cry don't cry don't cry but my eyes were welling up like it just but i didn't expect myself to it was so interesting that i remember that so i like
0: that you're sharing that though I like that you're sharing that because you're also sharing the perspective of like, as a dude, you're like, don't cry, don't cry. People are looking at you. People are looking at you. Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And like, so they're probably thinking similar things to this. And people, I mean,
1: you know know this, like we watch the crowd. Normally the bride can't see the crowd because she's focused on the groom. People mm -hmm. look at the groom like, oh, is he going to cry? Is he going to do it? Mm -hmm. Like, there are just as thinking? many eyes focused going back and forth because they're like, "Oh my god, she looks beautiful." Oh my god, is he gonna cry? So there's all of this pressure on the dude to show like this overwhelming emotion for you know the love of his life. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just let him be, man. However he mm-hmm. is, let him be, and don't be di- don't be disappointed if he's not crying. And that's like something too. Everybody listening to this episode, everyone listening to this episode, do not ask them like when they do a first look. This is like we didn't even talk about first looks, but that's this is like essentially the same thing. Do not ask the bride or the bride or the groom. Or the, don't don't ask the couple after they have their first look if they cried. Like, did he cry? Oh how many times, Chris, have you heard that dang question? Like, did he cry? Yeah. Because then you're putting ton. it on her. What if he didn't cry? What if he didn't cry? And now you're putting it on her that, like, I mean, putting it that's in her the head. expectation that he should have cried. That that what just happened? And then she's that moment like, No, he didn't than. cry.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't ask that question. Dumb question. Let's be done with that. Oh
0: question. my gosh, I am so posting about this today. Maybe not today, but do not ask that. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm going to. That's like something I. Good. People need to know that. Don't ask yeah. that freaking question to people. Yeah. Anyways. So then there's the kiss. It's, Your it's expectation of the kiss. It's going to be romantic. It's like the moment you're waiting. It's like that climactic. Maybe they'll give a little, <laughs> sounds so a little dip.
1: <laughs> a climax.
0: <laughs> Maybe there'll <laughs> the be <climax> a dip. The <laughs> climax
1: of the event. <laughs> the event
0: has climaxed.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, oh God so anyways it's gonna happen right this cl- is this like gonna be event, this like, this kiss
1: yeah epic and his breath stinks.
0: oh my gosh like he dips you <laughs> <laughs> he dips her and You're then like, like <laughs> they fall. I'm like picturing all these things happening. Anyways, most of the time okay. what happens is you, everybody's so nervous and you're kissing in front of a bunch of people, which is kind of awkward. And Yeah. Parents, like all sorts of sentence? stuff. Yeah. Finish it. They, uh, You get, you go in to kiss and then like your kiss lasts 0.5 seconds and your photographer doesn't get to capture it because you kissed so freaking fast.
1: That, that unfortunately that's has happened, happened to you, before. but... That, you know what I've done? That happens. I've photoshopped it. I've like scooted their heads yes. a little bit more. I've done it. Well,
0: when, oh no, I make them like go redo the kiss, but I don't tell them I'm redoing the kiss. I just kind of like go through a posing flow, and uh-huh. have them do the kiss, like pretty much like right after, in the oh, same spot. And but they Photoshop don't know it. I'm doing a posing it. flow, and then I like take that you out and put it in. Freaking
1: genius! Yeah.
0: Well, cause I don't want them Dude. to feel like they did anything wrong, like. Or I did something yeah. wrong. Like you kissed, you kissed too fast. But Have you I don't ever had the Catholic ceremonies
1: like, where they don't tell them you may now kiss your bride?
0: Yeah, and That's you don't happened know that to it's me. coming. Well, no, no, yeah. no. That they don't tell I mean, them at yes, all.
1: Like they don't give the bride and groom it, the cue yeah. to kiss. That's weird. So then they just That's like don't hell. kiss. No, yes. I've, I've legit, yeah. I'm thinking of a wedding to where they weren't told to, so they didn't. So then they're walking down the aisle. I stopped them halfway down the aisle and was like, go ahead and kiss. And then everyone's cheering behind them and then they kissed. But it's like they didn't okay, that's know cute. like that. They, they weren't cued to yeah. do it. And so they it was like... They weren't
0: prompted to do it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a whole
0: man, you know. Mm, shit happens. Like again, you're happen. going in the moment. You're emotional. Your nerves, like your nerves are kicking in, so you may not like hold your kiss for a couple seconds. I always in the very beginning of our uh, career, I used to tell people, like, just do, like, one Mississippi. Like, just say, like, one uh-huh. Mississippi. <laughs> and, like, get one through Mississi- the one Mississippi of the Mississippi. kiss, please. Three like, Mississippi. one Mississippi. Okay, we're 10 Mississippis yeah.
1: in. Good God. Oh, my God. He's really <laughs> into this. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, Have you, okay. do they
0: realize that we're all watching them?
1: Did you... I just heard about, actually, at this last wedding, maybe it was two weddings ago, practicing for the kiss. I heard mm-hmm. some bridesmaids talking about this, how on their wedding day, like they practiced for the kiss leading up to the big day, like they would practice it. And it's just like, okay, I guess if that's what you want to do, I didn't think about that. But yeah, practicing for the kiss for the I've big day. I've literally I guess, never heard there. of that before. Yep. There was a group of them standing around where multiple people said like, oh
0: yeah, I did it.
1: That sounds very wow. Unromantic. Maybe it was super yeah, the... romantic i don't yeah, know. i didn't think it was i mean
0: <laughs> maybe 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 so what happens next so what's next in the day typically on a typical Ma- wedding day
1: you do you want to do it because my screen froze and i can't <laughs> i can't change yeah it. i'll do it
0: yeah i'll do it so the next thing that typically happens in the wedding day like you walk down the aisle okay now it's time for family photos let's get this part of the day every the part everybody's looking so forward to it's, there's a lot of sarcasm in that the family they, photos are the most stressful
1: part of the day. Yeah. We they talked about this on the timeline are. episode.
0: <clears throat> we did, which that was just like, what, last week or the week before? A couple weeks or ago. Just a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. So family photos is pretty stressful, but maybe you're expecting that it's not going to be super great. It's not going to be super fun. But what you don't anticipate is that like the kids are going to nieces and not nephews. cooperate. Yep. You're like, oh, I really want a picture with my nieces and nephews, which girl yes all the yes to that however like sometimes they might cry like they're kids they're kids and we yeah. only have so much control over them and their behavior depending on their age and you know they may not cooperate super great a lot of times like there's like 5000 people like looking at imagine this from a kid's perspective like there are 60 adults shouting behind the name. photographer <laughs> Exactly, and they're like, smile, and everybody's like, put your hands down, do this, do that, and this around, like,
1: making all these noises at the kid. Philip, <laughs> like,
0: you know, there's the baby, and then
1: look and over he's here, to get
0: The baby's attention,
1: and then the baby's just like.
0: Yeah, but then the rest of the kids are like trying to see why is everybody saying the baby's name? So they're like up looking at the baby or like looking, I know at, they're the looking adults, at the adults like, "Are like No, no. <laughs> so Everyone look over here."
1: And then they're like, "Scarlett, oh, stop being gosh. mad, Scarlett. Stop it. No. <laughs> you put your dress down." Like And then there's and so then so Scotty's much going picking
0: on. his nose. He's <laughs> like, "No, no, don't do that.
1: It's just uh it's a So here's the thing. Embrace it. Embrace that that kids is who kids. your nephews Your nieces, accept that that's who they are. Your maybe your siblings, maybe your own personal children. They're gonna just do whatever they want to do that day, and your photographers are gonna document it. You're probably gonna love it even more than the smiling photo. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah. Like, if they're like my favorite kids ones. If they're like my favorite kids ones, when there's like let's say there's like five kids. It's going to be like super cute photo And you have one of them smiling. And then literally the other four are all doing something different. One's screaming. One's looking down. One's picking their nose. One's playing in the dirt. And then you got one smiling. Like those are the best. Like they're going to look back on that 10 years from that moment. Be, you know, when they're young adults and be like, oh my God. Yep. Look, you're eating dirt. <laughs> you still yes. do that. You know, like uh, whatever. It's just let it happen. With the kids, whatever happens in that moment. Of course, obviously, we're going to try to get a smile shot. It might not happen. So, we've taken the family photos. We've navigated all of that. You've made your grand entrance. Your people have been hyped up. You are now at your reception, okay? And it's time to eat. And you... And your person tried multiple caterers. You found the meal that you love. You're doing Italian. And you got these badass rolls. And you're so excited. And you think that this is going to be the best meal of your yes. life. What's the reality?
0: You're not going to eat it.
1: Ain't going to eat and- it. Now, I will say, if you're marrying a man, they will eat it. <laughs> they will for sure eat their food. It's going to happen. But ladies, I've seen this time and time again. Oh.
0: Almost the guy will way.
1: eat, and the girl will usually struggle to get more than a bite in because she wants to talk. She's excited. She's she's so happy. She wants to eat. Lara, I had to pull Lara away and sit her down and make her sit next to me. I'm like, "You have not eaten all day. Like, you need to eat. Let's just sit down. Let's eat. Let's eat ten minutes, and we can get up and go talk to people." That's what we did. Yep,
0: you have to freaking eat. So we've gotten a few tips. You've probably heard this before if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time. But my favorite tip we've gotten is honestly like go back to a different room and share dinner together quiet because it's like the only time you're going to be able to be alone. Go enjoy dinner together. And like I've also seen like go go totally. do that like with your just immediate family. Enjoy a meal. But like maybe get out of the hustle and bustle just for 15-20 minutes for you guys to actually like – Digest a meal and like spend some time together because it's very 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 important that you eat, especially if you're going to be drinking. There's a lot of alcohol that might be slung your way, so just keep that in mind. You picked this food, freaking eat it. Also, side note, it might be cold. That happens. Catering, yeah, that happens. That's like a a complaint. A good rule
1: of thumb. A good rule of thumb is is depending on when you're going to get bad. Like if you're going to make your grand entrance and you're going to be eating shortly after that, don't get up from the head table. Just stay at the head table. Your caterers are likely going to bring you your food, or you're going to go first. Just stay there so that you can make sure you get to eat. Seriously, this is a very important point. You are going to feel terrible the next day, and even later that night, if you don't eat.
0: Yes. So just eat your dang greens. Eat your food. Eat your food. Do it. So...
1: And tell your person to remind you and to fight like, hey, listen, I know I'm going to be distracted that day. Please make sure I eat. Just yeah. tell your person. And don't your wedding
0: party, oh, my God, be like, make sure I eat. Make sure I eat.
1: I will say I have seen lots of bridesmaids be advocates for this, which I love when they do like, hey, you need to eat. Or even the day of, like before they get into their dress, a lot of times they don't want to eat something. They try to make sure that they eat a little something. So props to bridesmaids. Absolutely.
0: So you're at your reception, you've eaten your food because you're supposed to, and you have this expectation that everybody is going to stay with you the whole night and party with you until the very end, and you are going to, like, everybody's going to be dancing because you love to dance. I'm speaking from me and personal experience. I can tear up a dance floor all night long, and your expectation is everyone will do it with you, or you like, that's like you're really, 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 really hoping that they will.
1: And maybe this is even a big part of your why. Like, you want to party with your people. So, like, you put all your eggs in this basket, right? Like, this is what you God, want that to happen. devastating. Your expectation is that it will happen. The reality is, is that I've seen more brides and grooms crushed by this more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Because they... Desperately. I mean, they spent so much time planning. This is like the stress is over. This is when we're supposed to let yeah. loose. This is when we're supposed to cut up. This is when we're supposed to party. And you know, they draw out the timeline too long. They space things out. 30 oh my minutes. Gosh, don't we're space gonna cut things the cake. Out. Then 30 minutes later we're gonna do toast. Then 30 minutes later we're gonna do that. Guys, I cannot stress this enough. This will kill your reception more than anything else if you stretch things out. Over to an hour and a half period or something, knock like people are going to leave.
0: Knock it out, knock it out, knock it out. You knock can
1: out. do, you can do, toasts, cake cutting, first, and first dance all within thirty minutes, easily, easily. You can do it. Like cake cutting takes five minutes. Toast can, depending on how long people are going to go. Typically, I feel like it's like seven minutes, maybe. But I mean, you can plan for fifteen dancing. Go, you can go ahead and plan for 15 too, but think three songs, three minutes a song. You're probably not going to dance the full three minutes. Like It's it's not going to take longer than that. And those are the big events that you need to get through. But if you spread those out over an hour and a half, you will kill your reception. Well, and something that I want and you, you to bad.
0: keep in mind, and this is something that I've been really like trying to harness lately, and I've been kind of like preaching it to my husband and like just making sure to put a focus on this, that you will in life. You will be unhappy. That might be a little harsh, but I'm going to go with unhappy. You're going to be unhappy if you put your happiness in other people's hands. If you are putting your happiness at, I will be happy if they dance. We cannot control other people. The only people we can control is ourselves. So if putting that on them, A isn't fair because you know they have they're their own person. but also it's not fair to you because again, you can't control these people. So put your happiness and if your happiness is I want to party with my people, that is I want to party with my people. That is not I want my people to party with me. We can't control them. don't do that to yourself to be let down because you can't control other people's actions.
1: And and so listen, so like we're not telling you you're gonna have a shitty reception. No, it's gonna probably be great. Like that's not what we're saying at all. But I mean, I've seen brides and grooms crushed. Like you know, they they delayed dinner, they delayed all these other things, and then as soon as they have dinner and dinner's over and people got what they wanted, they left. You know, especially if there's not alcohol. Like they eat and then they leave. Have you ever seen A Bug's Life? They come, they eat, they leave. They come, they yeah, eat, they leave. I, like, do you remember a long that
0: scene? Time I do they'd love Bugs Life when I was growing up though.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, that whole scene, yeah. like that that's kind of can be so there are some things that you can do to help that from not happening. It's not guaranteed that it's gonna happen, but very rarely do people stay till the very end of the night. Like you will have a core people that stay. But most people don't. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna lose. Yeah. You're gonna lose fifty percent of your people after yeah. dinner, typically. Like, it's just the way. And maybe that's that's a pretty high number. But you're gonna lose a good chunk of people after dinner ends. But your bridal party will probably stay there the whole night. And guess who you can party with? Your wedding yep. party. Like, you can do that. That's fine. But you don't need to be crushed that the cousins and the co-workers and the so and so's that they left. Right? Like you get to tear up the dance floor with whoever is there. Like, don't worry so much on who's not there that you miss out on partying with the people who are I love
0: that. I absolutely love that. Yeah. From, so I'm a huge, like I want, wanted to party with my people. Like that was the whole reason I had a reception in the first place. Like I didn't need to have it. And
1: you did. I partied,
0: I partied. And I remember like thinking everybody would party too, but the fact is like we're at a different phase in our life than we were eight years ago when we were, you know, 21 years old, tearing up the bars, dancing all night long. Like my friends now have kids and like, also like they have husbands now. And like when we were girls, like just girlfriends and we would all like go out and dance, like we didn't have men. And like, I was kind of thinking maybe it would be like that, but like men, Typically, unless you're my husband, don't love to tear up the dance floor. Justin will tear up a dance floor all night long, but most men don't. And so like I had to take all those things into consideration that night and be like, our lifestyles have changed and I have to like be okay with who people are. And then some people are just like, I'm going to stand by the bar people. And like, they're having a, know that whatever they're choosing to do, they're having a good time. They're having fun. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. They're socializing by the
0: bar. They're having a good time. That's where they want to be right now. They're having a good time.
1: Yeah, that's where they parked themselves. Yep. So that's that's where they're going to be. So chances are you're probably going to have a great time at your party. You're definitely And the ch- the likelihood is even more high if you're like, "You know what? Some people are probably going to leave. That's going to happen. Just accept the fact that there will be people that leave early, but you will still have people to yes. party with." I guarantee you will still have people. Yes. And
0: I want to move this into the expectation that this is going to be the best day ever because probably you're going to wake up the next day thinking I just had the best day ever. Like you're probably actually going to think that. I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. do. Like I thought that after my wedding day, like it's really like a high emotional day. It's like so much serotonin is happening. Like, it's freaking great. It's probably going to be the best day ever. But also...
1: It would int- it would be interesting to see like someone's brain hooked up on their wedding day. Like have all those nodes How all it's over firing me. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, my yeah. arm is
0: starting to get sore from that. <laughs> oh, Excellent. no. Um, Best day ever. Oh, but I want you to maybe take that ever off. Because putting that pressure that it's going to be the best day ever. Like, yes, it's going to be a great day. But it's a day... And the reason you got married is because your life is going to be great. That's going to be a really great yes. day. But that day doesn't like the, what is it? The quality of your wedding doesn't equal the quality of your marriage.
1: Totally. Who said that? That I was love Jessica
0: tongue on one of our mini Yeah, She had a really that great was one so too, good one
1: too. I think that was our second. Yeah,
0: I think you're right. So know that, that, you're going to you're getting married you're having a wedding to be married so just like remember be grounded in that thought that this is going to be a really really great day this is a monumental day and we're going to start the rest of our life big one so
1: now party's Party's over. over go back to the hotel
0: you know, gotta, get carried across gotta that nice, border. I don't know what they call that. What yep. do they call that? What do when they you call get that? Across? I don't know.
1: Oh, like into yeah. the room? That Yeah, I don't know what that's the, called. What that's called something.
0: You guys all know what we're talking about. Let's
1: say they do that something, whatever that yeah. is. They do that something. And the expectation is we about. Do
0: that other something.
1: Do that other yep. something. It's about it's to go about down to in go room.
0: to go down. Like, right
1: in room 201 right that's the expectation we're about to consummate our marriage this is about to be an amazing romantic special passionate climactic
0: the best it's ever been ever Ever.
1: right and the reality is (laughs) what's the reality
0: it's likely not gonna happen like yeah more than likely not gonna happen
1: like you're more than likely going to be so tired that you guys go to your home or a hotel or wherever you're staying and that you roll over and look at one another and go, is it okay if we do this tomorrow? (laughs) I'm tired. Yes. And that's just like the day is, and that doesn't mean it was a bad day. It's like that was such an awesome day. It was great. Like, Lara and I, I don't even think that we did oh, it on no, our wedding neither did night. We. Like I think we were just so freaking tired.
0: Yes. And you got to think now, a funny story. She also story. has to take out all the bobby pins.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember getting You her have out to of like
0: cut, cut her out of that dress. It was like, I was
1: like, <laughs> Wait, what? How
0: do I unbutton oh, this?
1: Oh, how I'm not certified and to And she's take like I want this to dress sleep. Off.
0: Get this off of me.
1: I know. Like I don't even think she took her makeup off. Like it was just Yeah, I remember. Oh my god, there were so many bobby <laughs> pins. So many. <laughs> yeah,
0: her hair was good. So
1: here's the funny, here's the funny thing. We uh <laughs> I'll never forget this. We went to sleep and we were living in a it was like this place for pastors at the time. There's like multiple pastors. It was, it's called a parsonage. And so there was like these apartments that basically this business allowed pastors to live in. So my uncle was living next door at the time. So it was really cool. Like I loved it. Um, but my grandma was staying with my uncle at the time. And so literally the next morning at 7 a.m., my nana comes and knocks on my door you know, the day after our wedding and I'm like, I have to like throw clothes on really quick and go to the door and answer the door. And I remember her being like, Hey, do you guys want to come over and have breakfast? I just made breakfast. And it was just like the most unromantic thing. Like, ever. well, there are that <laughs> and goes. Then I could, yeah. Yeah. So it was really, really funny. But anyways,
0: so it's probably, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you'll you will. It, Maybe you will.
1: But don't have, don't have expectations. Or be bummed that you, you know, don't. You'll, you'll probably, you'll probably be, really tired and that doesn't say anything less about you or your partner if you guys don't it just said here's what i think it actually says that we're confident enough in our love that we don't have to make this or force this to happen right now because this is what's expected and what everybody thinks is going to happen
0: absolutely i totally agree
1: so have that you get let's say you know you you get through your first month of marriage Okay, first month or two, and you start to get back your photos. Maybe you saw some teasers. You get your photos your back. Video's coming. You get your, maybe your video. Yeah, you, you maybe you've seen a 15-second clip. Yes. But there's expectations with these photos, right? Because you just had the best day of your life. You paid a lot of money to probably some of your most expensive vendors mm-hmm. um, outside of maybe mm-hmm. venue. And you spent a lot mm-hmm. of money. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Well, and you're... You're either
0: looking really forward to them or you're like not because you're having like second second thoughts and like, oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like most of the time if you get teasers, then you're like thinking, I'm like really excited. And most of the time your photographer and videographer, like they choose like the best of the best to send you teasers, which actually I'm kind of rethinking that, by the way, because if you think about it from a psychological standpoint, so I'm throwing this out there to you guys. If you think about you're going to get the best of the best teasers well then all the best images are going for the teasers and then they're expecting everything to go up from there and it's not that they like are thinking that it's just they're like oh my gosh if these are so good the rest are going to be so great you you yeah, know what i I've thinking? literally
1: every time every bride that's messaged me like oh my god i love i love our teasers. i cannot wait to see the rest it's like there is there's always this i can't wait to see the rest it's like if it's almost like, wow, this is the ground floor, they're only yes. going to go up from here. Yes. But truly, yeah, you're right. Like, mm. and I actually have started.
0: Same.
1: I will send a few, a few stunners. that I love. So a few stunners, right? Like, oh my God, these are like, hmm. oh, Chris, you did yeah. good. Larry, you yes. did good. But I try to save some of those, like, big like, oh, they're going to love this. I should send this one, but I'm not going to. I'm going to let them yep. be surprised yep. by this. Same.
0: So know that, first of all, that they're probably going to tr- most likely send you the best. So don't like, I just from a psychological standpoint, know you're getting likely the best pictures for your teasers. Not always, but just don't set yourself up to be disappointed because you had like, I don't, You they're going to be better. Like they're probably yeah. going to be equally as great. If not, so, maybe not as great, just because a wedding day is unpredictable from a lighting perspective.
1: Will you, will you, off air, you told me about something that a wedding planner had told uh, a couple a while back, right? Somebody like some advice that they had given a couple. Yes. Um, yes. Will you share what that advice was that they gave you? Because I feel like it was really good I think
0: advice. you're right I think people should hear this so and I hadn't even thought of this myself but it's true when I think of me looking at my wedding photos that you're not gonna love everyone it's just the name of the game like it's true your photographer doesn't necessarily see you the way you see you and you're your harshest critic so they may send you photos of yourself that you may not like. You might not like your ears showing and your photographer thinks that they're endearing. And you may not like that person in that photo. Well, your photographer doesn't know that. And you may not like that one bridesmaid isn't looking in a picture, but everybody else looks great. Like, There's just all these things. Like, You're not going to love every photo. And in reality, I think most people can say this, there is a handful of photos that they that brides and grooms and couples of all shapes sizes sexes do and they love like a set of them like i would say like yeah. a hand there's a handful of favorites that like you continuously reuse and look at and you don't hate the others you just adore these few like
1: Everything about the photo you love, the lighting, the color, you, the way you look, the way your partner looks, everything. It's just perfect. Yes. You will have a handful of those. You will have a those. handful
0: of those. The rest you may cherish, but you may not look at them a lot. And they're not the ones you're going to put on the walls. And they're ones you may revisit when important important situations happen in life. And
1: yeah, maybe you're you're on your 1 year anniversary. Maybe a tradition you have is every anniversary you you flip through your wedding photos. You know, you scroll through your wedding photos with your partner. And then you'll revisit those. But you know, Ashley's right. The reality is is you're going to choose 5 to 10 to hang in your home. You're going to make a profile picture. You might make an one album. That you're probably going to have for like 50 years photos. and years and years. Yeah. And so now this doesn't mean that your photographer is gonna do terrible work it just means that like the reality is is that you can only have so many favorites
0: yep. and so just have that expectation that it's expected you're not gonna like some of the hundreds and hundreds of photos that you receive it's completely normal i felt that way about my pictures and i thought i think my photographer was the like bees freaking knees and she's the best and so it's just the name of the game totally So we just, we totally wanted to end on that as photographers that I think that you have this fantasy about your wedding in general, because of all the things we just talked about. And you have these like expectations that your photos are what you're going to remember your memories. They are going to spark your memories. They are Mm -hmm. a tool for you to relive the day
1: over and over again.
0: So don't beat yourself up over 30 photos you don't like when you like yeah. hundreds of them and adore 10. So yep,
1: that's that. It's true. It's very true. So <coughs> I hope that this was insightful. I hope that um you guys walked away with maybe just prepared more than anything else. Like we're not trying to make this a buzzkill or make your day seem like it's going to be terrible. What we want to do is maybe for those couples who they're like, their day is going to be 100, 10, 10, you know, the best, nothing goes wrong. It's, you know, if you're living up in that space, our hope was, was to bring you back down to reality and to the world where that is a possibility. There are aspects of your day that could absolutely go off without a hitch. There are other aspects of your day that, you know, you might look back on and have some regrets or just wish things would have gone differently. And that's okay bringing back, bringing yourself down, coming back down to reality, not living in this land where, you know, you just are setting yourself up for immense heartbreak and sadness when it comes to your wedding day, I think is important to not do that to yourself and actually setting your expectations in the right place is going to help you from really living with a lot of disappointment.
0: Absolutely. I think knowing this and being prepared with this will make you have an even better day.
1: Do you have anything else I to don't. add? Awesome. This was a long one. We're like, we're gonna go I an know. hour. <laughs> Lots of laughter. Up just it was good. Lots of laughter, yeah. Lots of lots of little jokes, lots of tidbits. So Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for following along. Dude, I'm pumped to say that our Facebook group is growing. It was a little slow starter, and, uh, and so there's about 35 of you brides in there right now, and so we're hoping that that group is going to continue to grow, but shout out to all of you that are in the group, that are interacting, introducing yourself on our world map and telling us where you're from, what you're excited about when you're getting married. Shout out to those of you who dropped your engagement photos in the post that ashley shared and if you're wondering about any of this and what this is you can go join find it. our bridal breakdown community on facebook the link is in the show notes come join us come hang out with us uh, really that's going to be a place where we have discussions about the episodes uh, and talk all things wedding so come hang out with us and uh we appreciate you guys Absolutely. so much thanks for listening